podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well today. We're going to talk about marriage. Marriage. You know, like in, in the slasher movies, especially like the early ones in the 80s, like when they're like Friday the 13th, they're walking around the woods, and the guy's about to kill him. You always hear the background music. It's like, kill. Either way, today we're going to talk about the dangers of marriage and if you're going to do it, why you men should do it when you're young. Now, as I've mentioned before here, uh, in the milieu that we live in, in the 21st century no-fault divorce world where, I mean, let's face it, we're a broken society and you men have to marry as a whole a lot of broken women out there and a lot of it's because of Chad Tyrone who broke them or childhood traumas. But either way, we don't typically have this view anymore of marriage being lifelong. We know the divorce rate is on average around 50%. And so when you marry, it's a good chance it's not going to be married for life. So we're going to go into this episode with an askance view of marriage and make the assumption that it's going to lead to divorce. Now, we have an episode here, three ways MGTOW men can have children. And one of them, of course, is going to be go overseas and get a surrogate, but that's typically for the expensive men. Another one would be, which would, would, I don't really recommend any of these, but the other one would be, of course, Find a woman who's willing to have a child with you out of wedlock. That way you can mitigate your losses because you can pay child support, but she couldn't get up to 50% of your assets if you were to marry her. And then the other one, of course, is the conventional way, which is get married and just do the best you can and hope you don't get a divorce. Now, for any of you women who are listening, well, well, great. men are the ones who divorce. No, actually, no, it's 70 to 90% of the time women initiate divorce. And it's 90% when college educated. I've mentioned that stat repeatedly, and you can look it up. So no, it's women initiate divorce. So men, what's the best option? Well, I would tell you, of course, as a Christian man, to not fornicate. So I would tell you to get married. Again, if you have to go down on these roads, get married, get married in a church. So you have the sacramental graces that come from because uh, marriage is a sacrament. You do get blessings and graces from it. Also, understand, though, if you get married in a church, uh, you're married to that person for life unless you get an annulment. Uh, but uh, whereas you get married civilly at the JP, I mean, that's, that's what we would call natural marriage, but not illicit marriage because you're essentially fornicating still because you're not married in the eyes of God. You're just still, you're just shacked up with a woman either way. So if you're going to get married, get married young. And there's some reasons for this. The two obvious, well, I guess you could say there's three. One is get married young and have kids very young because you'll have more vigor. You know, you'll have more energy to chase them around. I'm 47 and I got a four year old and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm too old. She just wants to jump on my back. wants me to play horsey. And all these things. I'm like, oh, I'm too tired. I, you know, so you have them in your, your early mid twenties. You have more energy, right? You'll be the young dad. I think, I don't think men care about being the young dad. Like women want to be the young mom, but you can be the young dad. Number two, 
I mean, again, now this has to do with sexual market value. So if any of you women are listening, please do not misunderstand what I'm saying here. Because sexual market value has to do with your ability to parlay your youth and beauty and fertility into something positive in your life, like a, a quality husband or a job or something like that. So please don't take this the wrong way. If you marry young, and this is directed toward men, so you'll probably marry a young woman, you know, 20, 21, 22. And this was very common. You know, if you If you go throughout history, Women would be married off in their teens after menarche, their first period. Now, their, the first period wasn't at 11 like it is now for a variety of reasons, mostly calories. It was mostly like at 16, 17. And then they would get married off because women only lived, just like men, so many years. A lot of women died in childbirth. And so it made kind of practical sense that once she's fertile, she's got 20 years of fertility. And back then when we lived in Christendom, children were still seen as a blessing and so start having kids. So they, they get married young. But even like in America, there's some pockets that marry at 22, let's say. So marry at 22, marry a 22-year-old woman. Why? Well, I mean, she's at her peak everything, typically. Now, yeah, there are women that go from maybe overweight to less overweight when they're 20 to 30 or 40. But as a whole, your wife's going to look the best she's ever going to look when you when you marry her at 22 that, as opposed to 42. Now, before you women get all mad... You know what I'm saying is true. Let's be real. Look at the pictures when you were younger. 90% of the time, you're going to look better when you were 22 than 42. Come on. Let's be real. So, man, you're marrying a woman at, at her peak beauty, her peak youth, her peak fertility. You know, there's the Einstein quote. A man marries a woman and spends the rest of the marriage wondering what happened to the woman. Well, at least at the beginning, you're going to get the, 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 the joie de vivre, the spontaneity, all the sweet stuff, and then later, you know, she might become bitter and all these things that, that Einstein's quote alludes to. But it's like, again, and I'm not I'm not saying you're a car, okay? This is a metaphor, but it's like buying a, a new car with no miles or 5,000 miles on it. What You would do that instead of buying a car with 200,000 miles on it, like men who want to marry women in their 40s. So you're getting at her peak. And then you get to marry her and have her for her peak years through her 20s. That's good. That's good. And if you want to have children, she wants to have her children. Peak fertility is 18 to 24 years of age. I know 24 is, is when it starts going down. So you'll, you're more likely to have children as opposed to you marrying the 38-year-old and thinking you're going to have three kids. I have that episode. You know, Why are you marrying a woman in her late 30s if you want to have a big family? Come on. That's scarcity mindset. So you're getting at her peak. And number three, and this is the most pragmatic, I hate to tell you, when the divorce happens, the child support calculation for the next 10 years or whatever isn't going to be as high as if you got married at 35 or 40. Let's say you got married at 22 and you divorced at 30. You're likely going to be making less money at 30 as a whole than when you were 45. So if you got married at 22, let's say you have two kids, you divorce at 30, the kids are five and seven. So at 30, they're going to calculate your child support. So at five and seven, within the five-year-old, uh, 13 years. So within 13 years, you'll be out of child support. So by 43, you won't be paying child support. That's good. Because you know you're going to end up paying child support 85% of the time. Statistically, women gets the kids, you get them alternate weekends 85% of the time. And we've talked about how 50-50 with no child support should be the default across the country. That's, a, that's an old episode. So... You get at her peak, you have the most energy, and you're you're hedging your bets that if it doesn't work out, you're not going to be super fleeced. Now, let's juxtapose that 
So your finished paying child support 43. Let's say you're like Clooney. Well, Clooney is, okay, let's just say a dude who's 40. I can't think of a celebrity man who just got married at 40 for the first time. Let's say you're a lawyer. You're getting married at 40. Let's say the woman's younger, 35, whatever. Why are you doing that? If you're a lawyer, you have extremely high SMV. Even if you're not good looking, you could get a 25-year-old in most cities. But whatever. Okay, you're married a 35-year-old. You want to have kids. Let's say you get two kids out of her. Let's say you're divorced 10 years later. Same scenario. Married 10 years or so. So now you're getting divorced at 50. You're a lawyer. Now you're paying child support for 13 years. Because again, because you're five and seven. You're paying child support from 40 to 53. As opposed to 30 to 43. You're likely going to be making a lot more money in your late 40s, early 50s, compared to the first man who was making his money in the 30s. And you could say the first guy was a lawyer too. Let's just keep it consistent, uniform. So you're going to be paying a shit rock load money of child support, plus the assets, the half of the assets she's going to get when you get divorced at uh, 50, as opposed to getting divorced at 30. You're just going to have more money, right? Women marry men who make more than them. That, that satiates their need for security and, and so forth. So that second scenario, no is bueno. So marry young. It's a win-win. Why are you going to marry a 35-year-old if you can marry a 20-year-old? I mean, come on. I mean, again, it's logic. Now, I get it. Some of you have low SMV. You're, you're the comic book guy from The Simpsons, I always say. And you don't really have a lot of options. I get that. I understand that. Your, your options aren't there, so either... Fix yourself, work on your six sixes, or bail out and just be a MGTOW monk or, or just take whatever you can. That's all ultimately up to you. I can't tell you what to do there. So marry young. It makes sense financially. It makes sense on every level. Now, women, for all four of you that are listening to this, what is the best thing for you? Should you marry a man who's young? No, of course not. No. Again, we, we tell men to marry young women because of sexual market value. So let's look at the man's sexual market value. Peak sexual market value for men is about 35 to 45 because they still have vigor. In other words, you know, they can still. But and they're, they're making more money than they were at 25. Now, if you want a little alpha seed beta need, you know, a little a little a cuck, a, a cuckle dude to impregnate you behind your beta provider's back. Yeah, of course, then, you know, be be cheating with a 22-year-old pool boy. But, of course, I'm not going to tell you to do that. But if you're looking for, in terms of, like, a quality man and hopefully make the marriage work, then, yeah, get a man who's making more money because that elevates his sexual market value, and that's what find, makes you find them attractive. Oh, no, it's the personality. No, it's not. Hypergamy is wired into you since the beginning of time, 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 time. Don't lie to yourself. Men don't lie to themselves. Men want to be the most beautiful, young, fertile woman that they, they can possibly go with. I mentioned the OKCupid stat. They track that. And every age of man, the average search age on OKCupid is 23. And that's a reason. Don't shame men for that. That's just the way they're wired. And you guys are wired the same way. You want security provisioning. So women, should you marry a young man? I mean, look, there's the trad con community, the traditional communities where they will marry a 22 year old when they're 22, because I think that world is a different world. That's a world where we're never going to divorce the indissolubility of marriage. And that's fine. If you really do find somebody who really believes in that and is inoculated from uh, the, the secular world and the court system and they truly will never divorce you, then, yeah, marry a young man. Right. 
spend as much as your life as you can. You can have one of those marriages that lasts for 70 years or whatever. That's great. But if most of you women and men are going to marry the typical secular person, uh, yeah, women marry an older man, not too old, right? You want them to have some, but old enough where it taps into your, your SMV attraction to him. And that's typically going to be a man in his thirties, forties, maybe getting close to, to 50. So no, do not marry the younger man because it behoove you. And I want to be impartial here and give equal advice. It would behoove you not to marry a man who isn't making a lot of money. Let's be real guys. I know you don't want to hear this, but let's be real. Gregory, it's so unfair. Well, then do something about it. Women, Gregory, it's so unfair. It's not fair. Women, men always look at girls at 25 and I'm 50 and overweight. It's the way of the world, man. You had your time. Women's SMV is like a shooting star. You didn't parlay that successfully when you were 20, 25 because you were watching Sex in the City. He told you that all women can get men when they're 40, even though no high, high SMV men who are in their 40s will want a 40-year-old because they can get a 24-year-old, but you fell for the lies of feminism. That's not my fault. I'm a voice crying out in the wilderness. I'm like John the Baptist. It's not my fault. Don't kill the messenger. So you women in your 20s that are listening, yeah, go for an older man, 10 years older. He's making good money. That's the best thing for you. Guy in his peak SMV. And man, of course, obviously, the early part of this episode explained my, my exhortation to you to go young for a variety of reasons. Guys, post in the comments. Appreciate a review. If you have an Apple product, it takes you five seconds to do it. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. If you want to make a donation to, to fray the cost of putting this on a server, I would appreciate that. I make no money from this. And also there's a link to Naturopathic Earth, the website, where you can check out all the podcast episodes going back to episode one. And please check out and follow the feeds of all three, which are Female Holistic Health Apothecary, Confessions of an Obese Child, and of course this one, The Awakened Man. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.